One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. You're listening to the Kitchen Garden Magazine podcast, your fortnightly fix of gardening features, advice and chat. Subscribe and follow us now to never miss an episode. Hi folks and welcome to podcast 111 from Kitchen Garden Magazine. And we're desperately trying to keep warm in the kitchen garden shed. Um, I'm here with Emma, Deputy Editor Emma Rawlings and our staff writer Tony Flanagan. Hello. Hello, hello, guys. Um, and we're here to talk about jobs for December. And we were just saying, well, we're on the sofa. What else is there to talk about? But yeah, um, too, too cold. Plenty to do. Yeah. But before we start, we've got some exciting news, haven't we, folks? Which we'll talk more about later. Yeah. But just wanted to mention that we've been working very hard, us and the Kitchen Garden Pixies, putting together a series of five magazines. But um, various which will be in the shops from January onwards. So, uh, but we'll give you more details later on that. Just bear it in mind. Exciting news! It might make a good Christmas present. So, what are you going to be doing in the uh, in the garden today, guys? I'm um, I'm thinking about rushing out and, and wrapping up my water pipes. I was supposed yeah. to have the window clean around today, and he had to cancel because he said his his nozzle was frozen. Oh, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. So I'm I'm whipping outside with me with an old pair of tights to wrap up my my tat. What are you doing? (laughs) Are they your tights or the uh, the halves? (laughs) Well, Well, we've had a lot. We've had quite a bit of snow. Um, I know you. You know, around here, it's been been quite snowy, especially Saturday. So I've got yeah. snow everywhere. I've yeah. still got snow. And, the, and the, the ground's frozen. Now that brings me on to a good job <laughs> potential for December. Yeah. Especially as we're getting near Christmas. Because if we get Ooh. really, really frosty weather up until Christmas, you kind of want to think, start thinking a few days before Christmas. You want to be digging your parsnips or your leeks. Mm. And you're going to head into a really, really hard frost. You'll never get them out of the ground. So it's always a good yeah. idea, just sort of a week before Christmas, if, particularly if the forecast for Christmas round, Christmas Day is going to be really hard frosts, is to, if you get a chance, to lift some leeks or, or, you, or you, you know, your you root veg, uh, you, you know, parsnips, lift, lift the ones that you're going to want for your Christmas dinner. So you lift them up and then you sort of basically just actually sort of almost replant them, but sort of in very loose soil. So you just yeah. sort of mound the soil back over them. 
So that come sort of Christmas morning, when you'll go down to your allotment or your veg patch, and you want to pick up your parsnips for your dinner, you just literally just bring them out of the loose soil yeah. rather than having to dig frozen ground. That's just a... Yeah. Well, that's a job. really good... I've got quite a few leeks, so um, oh, that's a really good tip. Because if it, I mean, it depends, doesn't it? It depends where you live in the country get hard frosts. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because Christmas, Christmas dinner without parsnips is, is just not Christmas dinner, is it, really? Well, wouldn't it be disappointing on a Christmas morning when you go down and you can't get the fork in the ground? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you won't be very popular, will you? No, well, you won't. And- and Sainsbury's won't be open, so you've really yeah. got to, you know, you've got to prepare. Yeah. The other thing you can do with your winter veggies is if you grow Brussels sprouts, and, and again, what's what's Christmas dinner without your Brussels sprouts, is to cut a whole stem of sprouts and bring them in. So if yeah. you don't want to stand out in the cold picking sprouts, just cut the whole lot. You can buy them on the stem, can't you, sometimes from the shops. But Yeah, yeah they'll stay no, fresher no. like that, won't they? But Brussels yeah. sprouts... Um, not on your Christmas dinner is means a very good Christmas dinner in my book. <laughs> I don't like yeah. You've you've got that what is it? You're supposed to have a gene, aren't you, that makes you hate sprouts. Don't like the yeah, taste of sprouts. I've got that. You've got it, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't mind my sprouts, but they've got to have a good frost, a bit like the parsnips, and that's they're nice yeah. and sweet. It makes a difference. But um Unless you're Tony and you just hate them and that's it, really, full stop. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever, has, anybody, has anybody ever grown potatoes or, or that's been, you know, for Christmas? You hear people doing that, don't you? Yeah. Is it more sort of growing the late, um, you know, the autumn planting tubers and then kind of once they've grown to a certain point, they often die back, don't they? You cut the tops off mm. and then you leave them in their say pots or growing bags, and then you mm. harvest them, harvest them on Christmas Day. Mm. Yeah, doing, yeah, yeah. I've had a go at that. Usually, with you know, save a few um, early's like Charlotte's one. I usually try it with. Um, yeah, and you get a few yeah. small tubers. You're not going to get hundreds, but mm. it's nice to have nice new, well, you know, sort of new spuds on Christmas Day. Um, yes, that's really good. And I cheat with my carrots as well because I grow my carrots in pots. So that means I can always dig mine up. I haven't got to worry about the snow because I've moved them into the polytunnel, you see, and I can oh. just go tip a bucket out and put some carrots. So that's always handy. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Of course, this time of year, I'm, I'm thinking about planting some more fruit because it's fruit, fruit tree planting time, isn't it, now when... Um, when the, the trees are dormant and you can buy um, bare-rooted plants from the nursery. And I always prefer to get those if you can, because um, I think they establish better than, than ones that are pop grown in pots. Although the ones in pots, of course, you can buy all year round. Um, but I like to wait till the winter, buy my bare-rooted trees, get a better choice of varieties then, and plant them so that they... Um, they, they just seem to establish better, I think, bare-rooted ones and potted ones. Mm. So I'm going to treat myself for Christmas. My Christmas present on my Christmas list is a few new fruit trees. Yeah, what, what are you going oh, for, what, Steve? What sort what, of fruits are you going yeah. for? 
Um, well, I'd like another pair. I'm still trying to decide what I've got. A, I've got a conference pair, which is really nice. And these will all be. Um, <clears throat> it's not got a lot of space, so these will probably all be um, trained ones. You know, fans or just cordon. Mm. So I would like another pear tree, and I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm still going through the catalogues, looking at varieties, um, see what I'd like. Maybe another apple. I've got a couple of cordon apples, but I could probably just about squeeze in another one against a got a nice sunny west-facing wall here. So I might have a have a go at that. But uh, let's see what Father Christmas brings. Of course, <laughs> I think it's a good time of year to actually start pruning. Apples, isn't it? Uh, apple trees. Yeah, um, yeah. And now they're dormant, and uh, I mean, it's quite tricky to sort of explain how to prune them. But um, I mean, it's the sort of thing that I mean, the the, the aim of, of pruning really is to sort of um, open up the the, the the tree, isn't it? To sort of let more sort of light and, and uh, light through and air through. And so often, you know, if you've got a very old established tree, it can get really tangled up with lots of lots of old stems and some some of them are diseased so you can have a look first to see if there's any diseased branches and then you can sort of cut those out first um but sort of you know aiming to sort of get a bit of open center to the tree um and you'll often get lots of little whippy shoots that you can cut cut down and cut off um so yeah it's a good time of year to sort of have a little tackle of your your fruit trees or certainly the apples Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, the seed catalogues, looking through them, it's a good time of year, isn't it, to uh, start seeing what new varieties are coming up? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've um, ordered, ordered my tomatoes and my peppers and try a few new varieties this year. Ones I've not tried before. Um, mostly, I must admit, I'm just mostly attracted by the names, really. So I've, I've gone for yeah. one called Bloody Butcher. I'm not really sure what. <laughs> where oh, is that heritage? Isn't that an old variety? Is that a heritage variety? Isn't it? Yeah, it is. is yeah, one? yeah, yeah. I'm going to. There's there's a few really good heritage um, catalogues, isn't there? And um, yeah, I've got, um, got Simpson seeds one through the post, so I'm going to have a go. I've, I've chosen a few varieties from that. I can't pronounce a lot of them. I have to admit, there's a lot of old French heritage ones, mm-hmm. which. Uh, I wouldn't embarrass myself by trying to <laughs> trying to pronounce, but um, uh, yeah, trying mm. to give yellow grape is another one I'm going to give a go, which is a little little cherry, little cherry tomato. So I'm looking forward to trying that one. That is yeah, the beauty of um, growing your own, isn't it? You can just get so many different varieties. Yeah, there's a, there's a nice um, there's a nice one from Sutton's, which is um, a runner bean called Black Knight, which. Uh, is a new one, which I think I'm going to try this year. And the pods sort of turn dark, almost black, as they go along, purpley black. So that looks quite an interesting one to try. Yeah, yeah. Obviously not sowing yet, but, you know, but uh, that's one to look forward to for next year. Yeah, it's probably a good idea to get your orders in, actually, isn't it? Because I don't know how how much uh, stock some suppliers have got of these things. But um, I'm trying to order some. Ever catch eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I've open pollinators, so it's just non-F1 varieties as well this year, so I can save my own seeds. Yes. Yeah. So the guys have been a bit limited with some things this year, maybe with various problems, COVID and the rest. So mm. hopefully save some, some seeds. It's always a good thing to do. They reckon that's good to do as well, don't they? Because if you if you save seeds from your own plants, they gradually get acclimatised to your conditions in your garden. So mm. you can select best and um, hopefully get better results. But we'll see. Be a few years before I know if that's worked, but we'll give it a mm. go. And you've got to protect your crops, haven't you, this time of year? I always get caught out in the greenhouse especially. I suddenly think, oh, my mm. goodness, this I've got to rush down with fleece and start covering things and lighting little paraffin heaters and things. Um, I've had a, this because we had a strong winds at the weekend, I've got a, you know, I've got a greenhouse that sits underneath an apple tree and there's apples that's still on the tree. And every year they drop off and break a pane of glass in the, in the, (laughs) in the greenhouse. And I was convinced I'd actually replaced all the glass with, you know, with the polycarbonate. Mm-hmm. And and I'd looked up and I could see where the apples were that we couldn't I couldn't reach and I thought well the where they land they will land on the polycarbonate area of the greenhouse and I think I think there was one area of the greenhouse I thought well I might still be a bit of glass in there and blow me down the one apple <laughs> fl- must have blown from one side of the tree to the far side of the greenhouse and landed on the one remaining glass pane at the weekend and smashed it. So, <laughs> yes, a note to self, never put a greenhouse under an apple tree. Well, actually, I didn't. Somebody else had done it, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so now, yeah. my, now my greenhouse has got a gaping hole in it, and so it's very cold. So I do need to do something <laughs> about that. Yeah, yeah. So you won't have to clean that pain, so that's one thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> I've noticed my greenhouse is... I was I was reading jobs for the month in King Kitchen Garden, and uh, one of the jobs is cleaning your greenhouse, cleaning the glass. Mm. And I went the weekend and looked at mine, and thoroughly ashamed, really. I, I cleaned it mm. in the spring, but by now it's um, after a year, just completely green, really. So I've got to get down there and give it a scrub. It's a good winter job. 
and the polytunnel as well. It's amazing mm. how the polytunnel gets green as too, doesn't it? So yeah, yeah. Again with a, a broom uh, and trying to give give that a good scrub. Mm. But it just gets lets the light through, doesn't it? A little bit more. So you need all the light you can get at this time of year. If you've got anything in there, I've only got overwintering stuff in there. Um, mm. Potted trees in there, little quince and um, uh, a peach, which are moved inside into the polytunnel. Some strawberries in baskets, that sort of thing. So nothing mm. much really. But uh, oh, I've got a few salad leaves growing in the polytunnel. So just down looking after those this time of year, just giving them a hoe and making sure there's no slugs. Still get slugs in the polytunnel even now. So uh, looking, looking, looking after those. Hopefully, be harvesting some of those around Christmas time if I'm lucky. Just so devout. So yeah, that's um, another good reason for having a polytunnel. We can can at least be growing a few little salad leaves or something at this time of year, can't we? Or if you haven't got one on the windowsill, I guess just put a few even now. So a few trays of salad leaves. Um, if you've got, especially if you've got yeah. some spinach left over from the summer. Yeah, they can make good microgreens, don't they? They don't get very big, but you can just sort of harvest them, just snip them off with some scissors, and, and they're quite good for putting in your sandwich. Or, and, yeah. and extremely, extremely nutritious. They've got very high nutrient levels when they're in when they're quite small. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and. Um, if you've got things like citrus as well, it's good to get them in. Well, they should be inside by now. But um, that's another thing I'd quite like from Father Christmas is a, is a citrus, a nice lemon tree. That's another thing for my Christmas list. It's going to be, he's going to hopefully be able to fly this year. With his, his sleigh is going to be weighed down as far as when he, until he gets to mine. <laughs> yeah, but it's quite a lot to do, really, mm. this time of year. Well, there is. I mean, you know, there's, there's the digging over of uh, digging over the plot. If you're into the digging, um, or if you're not into digging, um, you can do a no dig method. And if you've got plenty of compost um, or farmyard manure, well rotted farmyard manure, you can put that on the beds. And and if you're doing the no dig, um, so you know, it's that. That's a good. It depends on the soil, of course, doesn't it? I mean, um, sometimes at this time of year, when it gets very wet, if you've got very clay soil. It's better just to leave it, really. Um, yeah. Wait till sort of wait till late winter or spring, early spring. Yeah, um, I'm ramping up the compost making to try and because that's the thing with no dig, you do need a bit more mulch, don't you? Compost to put yeah. over the top of the soil. So I'm I'm ramping it up. I've I've tried not to put anything in green or not too much in green bins now. Only the really woody stuff. Um, mm. And composting more. So I've been raking leaves. That's another good job to do this time of year. Been raking up the leaves because we had a, a gale a few days ago. Took all the leaves off the trees. But I've noticed that it's until now it's been relatively mild, isn't it? Really this mm, year. And yeah. The compost bins yeah. are doing really well. It's been rotting down really good. It's quite warming, you know, in the middle of the compost pile of mm. compost quite warm so I've, I've been making a couple of raised beds and and basically they're going to be no dig so i've just been throwing the uh, the green waste in there just to mm. build it up because they're only about six inches high but you know there's no topsoil at the moment so i'm just letting that rot down over the winter and probably dig it in a little bit and then put some soil over the top 
there's plenty of moisture and nutrients in in the beds when they're when I'm ready to plant in the spring. Oh, yeah, good idea. Yeah, it's great. Good that's, that's, the thing, that's the thing you can do as well, isn't it? You could make a trench. If you know where you're going to put, like, runner beans next year or the mm. beans, you could yeah. you could dig a trench now. And then when you've got, your, you know, your waste from the kitchen, your sort of vegetable waste um, and other bits and pieces, you just pour it into the trench mm. uh, and then put a little bit of soil over the top just to prevent any sort of vermin. Yeah. Uh, and then just keep adding more and more to it. It's a great place to yeah. put your waste. And then come... Yeah. Um, when you come to plant out your runner beans, you've got a really good mm. um, sort of nutritious, moisture retentive um, exactly, soil. Yeah. Into. I did it with garlic what, a few years ago, and they, they were the best garlic I've ever harvested. They were, they were massive, they were really good. Really? And that was just from, you know, a little bit like the trench method, just putting lots of kitchen waste straight in over the winter. And um, you know, when it was ready to, to harvest, they got really, really, really good, good, good quality um, bulbs. Hmm. Oh, well, we've got so much to do. Barely time for Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thanks, folks. Um, it's it's nice, always nice to get together and compare notes. And hope, um, hope you've enjoyed it too, everyone listening. Um, I promised we'd, we'd just finish with a, um, a quick mention again of uh, the things we've been working on. As I say, we've been working on five, um, five bookazines. The first is going to be um, launched in, uh, on the 6th of January, um, and it's a month-by-month month, um, your gardening year on the plot um, in, and fruit garden, month-by-month. Be nine ninety nine, but um, you get a package of stuff which is worth 30 quid. So um, you'll get up to 15 packets of seeds and a wall planner with the first one. Um, so if you're looking for the perfect Christmas gift idea, look no further. You can sign up to a, you can actually sign up to the How To series. So you can get all, all five bookazines from, uh, from us, Publishers of Kitchen Garden magazine. And then the new series, um, it will be coming out between January and June next year. It will show you how to get the most from your outdoor space, whether you have a large back garden or just a small patio. Um, they're going to be how-to guides, which will be perfect for beginners and experienced gardeners. Plus, you'll get up to, as I say, up to 15 packets of seeds with every issue. Um, if you want to pre-order, pre-order the series of five, um, which would normally be $49.95, and you can get 20% off, get them for just £40, if you visit www.classicmagazines.co.uk forward slash how to bundle, that's www.classicmagazines.co.uk forward slash how to bundle. So it's all one word H O W T O B U N D L E. Or you can call our customer services department, which is 01507. 529529, and that'll um, sort that out for you. But otherwise, um, just look out for them in the shops, be on, in all the major supermarkets, and a lot of the news agents like WH Smiths. So, thanks a lot for listening, folks, and um, we look forward to chatting to you again next time. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe to Kitchen Garden Prime for just $4.99 per month. You'll be getting a whole lot for your plot, including an easy read tablet and phone edition to read anywhere, anytime. 
exclusive access to 10 years of digital back-issue archives, access to exclusive content from the online allotment, the Mudketeers website, plus the monthly print magazine will be delivered free to your door each month. Head to classicmagazines.co.uk forward slash kgprime to sign up today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 